0: Ron gone. Gone, Ron. Mm. Goodbye to Ron. Goodbye, my Ron. You could say later, on. Well, to Ron. Well, <laughs> I blew Matt's mind. That's as, you know, uh, outwardly emotional
1: he gets. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I save food scraps in my beard for
0: Ron. Indeed. Later on. Yeah. <coughs> oh. <laughs> this man called Ron comes up and suckles on your beard. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Hello and welcome. Game The System podcast episode 47, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern pinball board games and everything in between. It's still the 5th of July 2019 and my name's still Matt Bell. My name's John. So my name's Matt. And how are we feeling dudes? Still alive? Still alive. Still trucking? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. I ate too much. Yeah. So I'm struggling. Mmm. Yeah. My stomach is overly full, I'm somewhat tired,
2: mm.
0: uh, and I'm still drinking beer. So what could possibly go wrong?
1: <laughs> I mean, I could offer you some caffeine, but that's I not gonna I don't think you'll accept it.
0: Nah. You're All in, right. I say. You're probably right. Just, you know, if you're doing something, do it well. So if I'm going to go comatose, I'm going to do it properly. Mm. <laughs> That's the only way I don't think it's hard to do mm. Is it? Mm. I guess mm. uh, So um, What have we been doing in games? I mean, obviously we've been playing games from 1990 mm-hmm. As part of our best games of 1990 hmm uh, but we're not going to decide those best games of 1990 right now because we haven't played them all. Mm. So we're still being lazy and eventually we'll get through them all and then we'll get together at some point and decide the best game of 1990. But tonight's not that night. No. Tonight's a very different night. Tonight's a night we do something different. Tonight's the night.
1: Isn't like every every club song is about how tonight is the night? Pretty much. we're we going to party till... Yeah. The break of dawn and mm. yep. like it's nineteen ninety nine. Mm hmm
2: and
0: like nothing else matters. The roof is on fire. Yeah. And, um Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Well said. <laughs> so what else have we been doing in games besides playing games from nineteen ninety? I can give an update. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Eleven? Mm. <coughs> Still haven't played it. Oh. So okay. I bought that a while ago. Are you ever going to play it? I plan to. Is it is <laughs> it
3: unwrapped? Is it still in shrink wrap?
0: It's still in shrink wrap. Oh.
1: Yeah. Just to give perspective on your plans, mm-hmm. how many games do you plan to play which you've not yet played?
0: Uh, so I have Monster Boy. Mm-hmm. That's still shrink wrapped. I'm, I'm actually keen to get stuck into that. Mm. Well, I'm keen to play Mortal Kombat 11 as well um there's also the remake of what's it called um wonder boy 3 the dragon's trap is that what it's called three is that right yeah yeah it's definitely wonder boy 3 i just can't remember the subtitle i think it's the dragon's trap mm-hmm. got the remake of that i really want to play that um i still want to finish resident evil 7 I've still got Dead Rising Frank's big package, which which I played a couple of stages of, and I'd like to get stuck into more of that.
1: Is that. What is that? It's a Dead Rising game. Ah. Okay. With no number associated.
0: (coughs) Uh, I think there's a number. Yeah, I I don't know. Okay. I can't recall at this point. It was a while ago that I bought it. Mm -hmm. So I've got a bunch of games. is Is it
3: a. It's on PlayStation 4. Yeah. And it's a, like a uh, No, it's Xbox One. I think
0: it's on PlayStation 4, but I've got it on Xbox
3: okay. One. Is like a full game or like a it's downloady a, thing? It's a full game. Okay.
0: Yeah, retail game. Wow. Yes, uh, Forza Horizon... Is it 4? I think it's 4. I'd like to play that some more. So, yeah, I don't get around to playing modern games very much.
3: Mm-hmm. But it will happen. Mm.
0: It'll happen. Yep. Cool. Besides cool. that, uh, I picked up a Dreamcast and an Amiga 500.
1: Have you played those? No.
0: <laughs> Although, to be fair, I never planned to play them.
1: Right, okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Um, kind of after the last s g s c g c Sydney Classic Gaming Club. Yep. Uh, we went you to Ben Banasics. You
1: wanted to play Crazy Taxi
0: some more? Not necessarily. <laughs> but I did... Uh, Realise the virtues of the Dreamcast somewhat. Mm. And also, I've always wanted an Amiga. An Amiga. Mm. um, And Ben Banasic just happened to have a boxed one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I bought both a boxed Dreamcast and a boxed Amiga 500 from Ben Banasic's store. Mm -hmm. Which is MacArthur Game Traders. Mm -hmm. MacArthur Square Game Traders. So, that's cool. Mm. Uh, I also had an Arrival in the last week or so, which was R-Type, the arcade PCB. That's awesome. Yes, it is awesome.
1: That is really cool.
0: I'm very, very happy to pick that up. Mm. That's been on my list for a long time, but it's a hard game to find and it's also very expensive. Mm. Uh, So when I just happened to be looking online for one, it's one of those coincidental things Mm. And a guy I know in Melbourne, um what's his name? Greg Pell. Mm. What <laughs> I should probably the, check that if I get his name wrong, that's Cardinal sound bad. Greg Pell. No. That'd be funny.
3: It's George Pell. George Pell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how
1: he lured the kids in. Come on, kids, come and play it. the art type. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Greg Pell, I was right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super nice guy from Melbourne. Uh, I'm just we... going to give you a massage while you play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- i have met him a few times at PAX, but also uh, he came up for last Kong Off mm-hmm. along with Sean Tag. So, we hung out for a little while. Oh. So, you would have met him. Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just looking around on eBay, looking for an R-Type. And I noticed a listing from Australia, which never happens. You don't see an R-Type for sale in Australia. Mm-hmm. And I went on there and I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I could buy an R-Type from Australia. That's better than spending a ridiculous amount of money Mm. and hoping it arrives from overseas. Mm. And then I noticed the eBay nick and it was something like G-Pell, I don't know, 1980, whatever. And I'm like, oh. g Pill could have been George Pell. It could have been. Yeah. (laughs) It could have been. Thankfully, it wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Um, <laughs> and I said, oh, wow, this is... Uh, Selling
1: up my arcade collection so I can pay bail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy I know. I can uh, confidently buy this and know that it's the real thing. And it's more than likely going to arrive because it's coming from Australia. So I, I bit the bullet mm. and I bought it. And very happy to have done so. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty hard to find an original R-Type. Mm. And it's a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. So that arrived, uh, I've kind of done some gymnastics to try and get that in my arcade because I don't have much space in my arcade, uh, my main jammer cab is having power supply issues at the moment, so I attempted to put it in my other cab, but because of the space issues, it's just a nightmare to get behind it, um, and also, as I found out, the jammer harness is wired in such a way that it just fits onto the pcb that's in there so in order to put r-type in there just to play around i'd have to remove what's currently screwed into the side of the cab and it was just a nightmare so i just decided not to bother so uh, my plan is to fix my other jammer cab fix the power supply so it's all working so i can just throw r-type in and have some games cool so i haven't actually played r-type yet i've booted it to confirm it works Uh, But yeah, just very happy that it's arrived Awesome That's what I've been doing In video games And pinball Board Mm -hmm. games Etc What about you dudes? What's been going on? Do you have a thing? Uh, Not a very big
3: thing Well, you know
0: That's obvious (laughs) From where I'm sitting
3: Okay, I'll continue (laughs) I don't is get. that joke being written out anyway, <laughs> I think so they're pickups of sorts because um the steam sales happened oh, oh. steam sale. speaking of games that you know we don't play yeah yeah and it, and that's that's kind of how it is. so I bought my you know my this is the thing that happens every six months mm. your steam wish list just lights up. Mm. you send it it sends you an email saying, oh, you know eight of your Wishlist games are on sale Mm. Ah. It's like 50% off 50% off 80% Mm. off
0: Ah. Huge discounts That's a bit devious That's Ben Benassi. devious Must have been a bad game If it was
3: 80% off No Just not a new one right Oh Okay (laughs) Cool What was it? Um, What was 80% off? Oh I think it was like It's the It's the first
0: of the Zattronics Zattlight games Ooh. Which I never had.
3: I haven't played yet. I forget what it's called now.
0: <laughs> Ben's confused by the... <clears throat> my um calling out a Ben Benassik devious. He obviously missed the first half of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You'll mm. have to tune in later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you should continue. Uh,
3: Infinifactory. But it got better than that because <laughs> Infinifactory was on special and as well as the Zatronics pack. And mm. and I went to uh... add InfiniFactory to my thing and then It goes, wait, you should just buy the the whole pack.
1: (laughs) Far out. See, it's... Oh, wait. Okay, so after talking about those games, you made me want to play them, but there's just no way... Is it still on? The sale might still be on. Yeah, but I could buy
0: them. Reach over to your mouse right (laughs) now.
1: am I going to play them?
3: Well, we're
0: doing this live on air. We don't buy games to play them we've already established yeah, yeah. this so
3: this is something else also, I'm totally going to click yes on, it's free. on it yeah, yeah. Over- on how, it's how does
0: free that right work now? what, what I got, are we talking um, about so
3: I got okay. into
1: the gungeon like a yeah. couple of weeks ago
3: yeah. so this is it just free forever now that's yeah. crazy what? so so if you're not using well this is the um, competitor to, to steam it's Epic. Epic's game store oh yeah and, and they're doing a free Fortnite. game every week and they're actually decent games all you've got to do is They click. give you a free game Yeah A week
0: Yeah Oh that's like Isn't that like Playstation Yeah but you Whatever pl- it's called yeah, but you but play
1: a subscription fee For that Oh yeah this is mm. You don't pay anything for this You just download the Really thing. Yeah
0: What do they get out of it They I want people to use They the get the uses on Oh the, I they're, see they're, yeah. They
1: own Fortnite They're making so much money on yeah.
3: that Yeah I guess so Yeah
0: Those bastards
3: Oh look at the cute graphics so my sales is still on. You can still get it. Ben said the cost is needing to use Epic. There yeah, you go. so people are unhappy about <laughs> it. Um, because uh, the Epic store, had they bought a bunch of exclusives. They paid for exclusives, which people don't like, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Ben just said they have the distribution rights to shenmo 3. Oh, shenmo $50 Shenmue.
3: for the whole pack. But you, don't, you, can, you only need uh, Opus Magnum, right? I don't know. Which one do you think I should play?
1: That's, That's the, the most expensive one. It's $20. Is it? Yeah. How much is
3: ExaPunks? 21 oh. Okay, it's the second most expensive. Well, what's the second most recent one? Okay. I guess uh, Infinif- Infinifactory won't need programming either, so... I don't mind programming. Okay.
0: John's in a conundrum right <laughs> now. Looking, He's it, being peer uh, pressured to buy something.
1: I, I don't have time... I don't have time for it. Don't have okay. time. I got so many games behind mark right now that I need to play. There's so many games. There are. Yeah. Like Twenty Twenty Super Baseball. Yeah. And Mario Ball. You played that. Ball. You played that. Well, I've got to finish Mario Ball. Oh. So I can do the world record score. Hmm. Yep. Mm. Then I'm going to do Mavis Beacon Teacher's Typing. <laughs> Speed run. <laughs>
3: What were we talking about? Lots of things. I'll finish this one. <laughs> so that so the Epic store they had exclusives which people don't like. So people were trying to boycott hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, that's um, not gonna work, is it? Not really. Because, you know, if they're doing free games and they've got stuff that people want.
1: Honestly, hmm. like what what do they have like
3: Fortnite, they have, you know, the
1: six year old to twelve year old market locked down. Yeah. What what do people think a boycott's
3: going to do to that? Mm. Know, like, but oh, the thirty five year olds are boycotting us. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but it's a bit funny <laughs> because, um, as I understand, Steam takes a bigger cut from a game anyway, and Epic, mm. you know, there's more going to the developer, mm. the studio or publisher, I guess. So is that is that not better for mm. the industry anyway?
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Any competition, competition yeah. is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's a good point. Yeah.
1: And it's definitely, I mean, it seems to be better than like the Origin so far.
3: Is Origin only EA though? Yeah, I just mean
1: yeah. the app itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Anyway. Yeah, and so I'm, anyway, back to Steam. Yeah, I'm just feeling my library full of stuff. Cool. I got other games too. I've got to remember what they were now. <laughs> A few VR games. Hmm. That I, I that I haven't played yet, still like Space Pirate Trainer. I wonder if Apparently like would. some of the Sega
1: classics are on sale. I mean, there's I, so much on
3: sale. I paid like a dollar forty
1: for Streets of Rage, but could get the rest cheap.
3: Maybe live podcast search. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor John, like he needs encouragement.
3: Not on
1: sale. Not on sale. Oh, Sonic CD is on sale. Wow. It's 149 down from 599 yeah. Ben
0: reckons I made him buy an R-Type board. It's how not true.
3: It, how did he buy an R-Type board if they're so rare? And, oh, wow. It's and a good question. You got the only one?
0: Not the only one. There. Oh. there were actually three on sale when I looked. Oh, three. I bought the one in Australia. Yeah. And then there was another one from US, I think, and then one from Japan. And uh peer pressure. Peer pressure.
1: <laughs> Sonic Mania is eight forty nine down from twenty-four ninety nine. Actually and that's pretty good. The Capcom beat 'em up bundle is seventeen ninety seven down from twenty nine ninety five. I mean you can play all those games for nothing on MAME, but Dark Forces for two dollars ninety seven. Hmm. Anyway. Which Indiana Jones is that? And the fate of Atlantis. Oh yeah, that's the one. How many? Two dollars ninety-seven. Two dollars ninety-seven. So cheap.
0: Yeah. You're basically losing money mm. by not buying it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad that I'm glad this
1: is becoming a thing, though. Like porting old games to yeah. the new. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it is good.
3: Like, hmm. yeah, to make them easily available. That's like kind of the goal mm. of Steam. Yeah. Is it? You don't. A part of it. You Not, don't need piracy it because, it's because it wasn't the convenient. goal before yeah.
1: GOG was around.
3: Oh no no no. But any game, like new games. Yeah. I guess that's how they started. Right. Mm. Old stuff's there now.
0: It's the whole Netflix thing and all of that kind of stuff where yeah. you know, I mean Australia was the largest pirating nation in the world and as soon as Netflix became available properly mm. pirating just went away.
3: Well, I mean, I don't know. It it did
0: for us. Yeah, but for most people, I yeah. would say. I mean, people Not just for, want access yeah. to stuff. Yeah. Easy access to stuff. Yeah. They're happy to pay yeah. for it as long as they can get hold of it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I
1: think. Well, I think what Matt's trying to say yep. is that it depends on what, where you are, I guess, in your life. Yeah, like if you're earning a good, if you have a good job and you're earning a good salary or wage or whatever and you can afford to do it, then it becomes easier to just pay. But then sometimes, so that means at at that stage, the only time you would pirate is because you can't get it really any other way or it's too hard to get it any other way. Mm. But, I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, I didn't have the money to do it, so I would pirate things,
0: you know. Yeah, but there was no easy way to do it anyway. Uh, And that's what I mean. I mean, I, I think the issue that's happening right now is that, there are so many platforms they're getting so fragmented that it's starting to lean back towards pirating because people don't want to sign up for seven different services to get all the shows they want to watch. Yeah. Mm. Um, before it was just either Netflix or Stan, really. Mm. Um but now there's just yeah, there's too many.
1: It seems like actually Amazon Prime is taking some of the good shows. There's mm. HBO and Amazon. Seem to be their two services that I don't have access to. Anyway. At the moment, my thing is X-Files on SBS On Demand.
3: I still got to watch. <laughs> it seems... Seems I don't know. What time does it start? 7.30. 7.30. I don't know. But you can just watch it on the app. <coughs> I'm sure I looked and it wasn't there.
1: <laughs> we had this conversation yeah, the yeah, last no, time we, we recorded. We did. And I think I <laughs> forgot to look. <laughs> You type in x-files,
3: and it comes up. See, it's on my tablet. It's not my phone. It's a,
1: What's
0: the app you're looking at? I feel like you're looking at the wrong app.
1: I, I mean... SBS On Demand.
0: How many SBS On Demands can there be?
1: Yeah. Well, last time he mentioned, like, a Freeview app or something. Hmm. Uh, I was looking at it there as well because I thought, oh, I can't find it in SBS On ah. Demand.
3: I've got to go the other one.
1: It's definitely there. I know because I've been watching it for the last. Three weeks. <laughs> hmm.
0: The whole series?
1: Uh, yeah, they started at episode one. Uh, They're like up to about 16 or 17. What do you mean up to? Through the first series. They uh, they play one episode a night. So the way that it works is, like with a lot of these um, free-to-air, the streaming service that they have is generally a catch-up in inverted quotes. Yeah. Inverted quotes? Quotes. Mm. It's a catch-up mm. streaming service. So, it's not like Netflix where you can just go on and watch it whenever you want. Mm. You can go on and watch it whenever you want, but it expires after like two weeks or something. Oh, okay. So, it's, the episode isn't available until it airs on TV. So, uh-huh. it airs on TV and then after it's finished, you can watch it on the app. Right. And it's on the app for about two weeks after that. Right. So, you have to kind of keep up, otherwise you... Yeah.
0: So, there's a rolling window of... Yeah. Availability. Maybe 10 episodes yep. or something. So, I am yep. looking at yep. it now. Okay. And
3: the earliest one is episode 11.
0: Yep.
1: So, you missed out 10 ah, episodes. See?
3: I missed out on Seth Green.
1: Yeah, you missed Seth Green.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, actually, last night I watched the first episode
3: with the three dudes. That are... gunmen. Uh, uh, Lo- Gunman? Is I don't that what know. They're I, I I don't know. Oh, the
0: three nerds. What are what are they called? Well, they nerds, right? What they have yeah. a,
3: the group has a name.
0: Yeah, the lone gunman yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so they I mean nothing has been said much yet. They kind of just appeared out of the blue. Yeah. I I kind of want to go back and watch it again cuz I was watching it in the morning and there was noise and stuff and I feel like I missed things, but or either that or I'll look it up on the Wikipedia. But uh yeah, they were just there. And I was like, oh, there they are. I thought it was going to be some big introduction or something, but no, they just mm. pop up. Yeah. And then they're like conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're like almost more crazy than Mulder is. Mm. Yeah. I guess he's... They're more focused on like government conspiracies, whereas he's more focused
3: on like... Because Mulder's in the government, basically, mm. working for.
1: Right. So, so what are they... They don't work for the government? Don't remember. Went, were
3: they not like freelancers?
0: I I don't know. It's been a long time. Hmm. I seem to remember Mulder and them would bounce off each other because they're nerdy. Yeah. And Scully would just sort of look at them like, you know, (laughs) these idiots, what are they doing? Well, Scully's nerdy too, just in a different way. Yeah.
1: We're all nerdy, really. We're all nerdy in our own way. Exactly. You could be an NRL nerd. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Me, not you, but <laughs> just, um, just me in general, like.
0: Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So that's our trip down Steam Lane, Steam. I guess. Yeah,
3: I forget what else I bought, but I got a few things.
0: Right, yeah, cool. they'll sit there and I won't play them. No,
3: exactly. Just like the stuff here, on yeah. the Shelves. <laughs> <laughs> don't the stacks? Don't the stacks, you, the stacks? Don't, 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 don't you say that things. about my games? <laughs> they'll be played
1: sometime except for that one and that one
2: and that one
0: i'm looking at we fit
1: (laughs) oh Oh, go on
0: (laughs) try it you might like it you might you could have got some uh sealed weights we fit weights
1: (laughs) playing a video game where i have to where i can't sit down actually that's like arcades and pinball indeed That theory. I played Wave Race. Wait, no, it's not my turn
0: yet. Sorry, go ahead. It's your turn now. I played Wave Race. Oh, <laughs> yeah, on 64. Nintendo 64. Yeah, don't say 64. Commodore. Sorry. Yeah. I
1: just—that's the only 64 in my mind.
0: Hmm. We need to change
1: that. <laughs> um, I played Wave Race on N64. Hmm. It's actually pretty good. I think it's good. I like it. You I would fun. say that. <laughs> And uh, so there's like four different riders you can choose from in the game. Uh, And apparently you can rename the riders Mm -hmm. because one of the riders in my cartridge, which obviously I got secondhand, Mm -hmm. was called Loser. Well, Um, obviously. Yeah. But the rider I chose without realizing what the name was until after I played was Mark spelt with a C. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So I played Wave
0: Race with Mark. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Mm. It is weird. There's not many Marks with a C out there. No. no. Yeah, but I actually... Maybe it was my game from back in the day. Did you have it? No. Oh. (laughs) Nintendo (laughs) 64. I (laughs) I was going to say. Unless my current wife uh, had, you know, known in the future... Or, or realise that we were going to be married in the future, and so she thought, you know, I'm going to call my character Mark after my future husband because I like him so much, and I'm going to play with him. So it's like that could those, have happened. It's like those stories you, you see on
3: Reddit. There's like someone. There's a photo when they were younger, <laughs> and in the background, it's
0: the future husband, <laughs> and they had not met yet. Exactly, yeah. exactly that And I say that because my wife had an N64 mm. mm-hmm. I did not have an N64 mm. Mm. So you never know And uh, Baker Snark MDW backs us up saying 64 equals C64 And Ben Benassik says C64 equals greater or than- greater than 64 mm-hmm. and Then Mark says 100 more I don't know what they're talking about anymore. C is the is one hundred
1: Roman numerals.
0: But. Ah, uh, who knew? Some people,
1: um, yeah. So um wave race wave is race. good. Hmm. I think it's good. Hmm. It gets a lot of hate. Hmm. I'm not sure why. Hmm. Any any hypotheses? I don't uh, think I played
3: it. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, I I never played it. I think but I remember the ads and it seemed like it looked impressive. Yeah. In the ads. Yeah. <laughs> the um, the water physics are pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Feels pretty good. Maybe, maybe it's just simple. I don't know. Anyway. It's fun. So I played that. Also been playing some uh, Dragon's Fury. Oh. Ah, yep. An
0: actual good game. It's pretty good. Hmm.
1: Um, I still have problems with it. Right. Uh, But for people that don't know, just in case they haven't been listening, um, it's a virtual pinball game on the Mega Drive.
0: Yes. I'd say digital pinball. Digital pinball, yeah. Because it's not trying to virtually recreate pinball. Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah, so it's digital pinball. So, I mean, yeah. So, it's basically, it's kind of like, there's like three screens... Of the table. And so there's three sets of flippers. Hmm. Um, The bonus levels are pretty cool, but you can get really, like, screwed over in them. Sometimes you just get a funny bounce and there's nothing you can do about it. That
0: sounds like pinball.
1: Yeah, I guess pinball is like that, but the better you get at pinball, the more chance you have to react, Hmm. I think. Hmm. Because you... With real pinball, if you're accurate, you don't tend to get those funny bounces. Mm. It does happen. It always does happen. Like, there's always a chance. But I think it's a smaller chance. Whereas with these tables, because it's like in the 4x3 resolution as well, the vertical space is very small. Mm. So you can just hit something and it just bounces straight down the middle and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: I think also in um in that game particularly but also digital pinball in general, they often have just shit flying around on the playfield. Like mm. you'll have monsters walking around, yeah. you'll have you know like monsters static monsters in the middle of the playfield shooting out stuff mm. and so the ball has much more chance of just hitting something random. Right. Exactly, yeah, because there's lots of things moving around the play field, which mm. in real
1: pinball doesn't really happen. No. Um, there's only a few games with like a target that moves in the middle of the play field. Mm. Rolling and, Stones is one. Yeah, and I think in the case of the Rolling Stones, a, a lot of people would agree that that's a really shitty feature <laughs> of the game.
0: It's a weird feature. Yeah. Mick on a stick.
1: I mean it's it's in other games too, like Monster Bash has the similar thing with, with yeah, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. Um But that's cool. Yeah, well, I mean But it's basically the same as the Mick on a stick, isn't it? Like what's
3: the difference? Yeah, he well, does the way. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. mick
0: is like a blocking thing that stops you from doing mm. stuff. Yeah, and he he goes from one end of the play field to the other whereas Drac only really does like a quarter circle.
1: Yeah. So, he's only kind of covering like three shots, right? mm, Yeah. So, if you stay away from that side, you're okay. Or you're safe. Although, it becomes a risk-reward thing because you can go for track and get and more you, points. And you want to. Yeah.
0: Because you want to be able to complete him to go towards like the mini wizard right. mode or the wizard mode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a really good point and i was going to bring that up too is yeah the the monsters soldering around and you can't really aim at what you want to hit because there's just stupid monsters in your way all the time Hmm. Um, so on top of that i looked at uh, youtube and twin galaxies at like world record scores and the game has a exploitable Imbalance is probably the best way I could put it.
2: Hmm.
1: Are you talking about leeching? Um, I don't think it can be classed as leeching because of the way the game is designed. Like fundamentally, Um, it's it's really it's. I guess it's an interesting conversation because you know all the definitions around leeching is like you're not progressing, you know. But Hmm. in this game. There isn't really any progression. There's the bonus levels, mm-hmm. but apart from that... But you can complete it, right? You can complete the bonus levels and then apparently it takes you to like a a final bonus level.
0: No, I thought you could complete the game.
1: Uh, maybe you can. I, I haven't got that
0: far and... I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you progress to a certain point where you fight the final boss and then you complete the game and then mm-hmm. it's game over.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, you could be right.
0: I could be wrong, but.
1: Well, it's obviously. They've obviously decided that this strategy is a legitimate strategy unless it's never been brought up. But Hmm. it's worth so much more points than anything else on the playfield that it's just not viable. Even if you completed the game, you probably wouldn't get as much points as this um, strategy that's in it. So basically, it's. Uh at the beginning of the game you you launch the ball you go up to so the ball launches normally into the middle playfield the mm-hmm. middle screen um but if you hold up the right flipper the launch will go straight up into the top playfield oh yeah um it's not necessarily that easy to do because you have to get the timing right because you have to press it once the ball gets close to it mhm um then there's these three little, like, jemmy things that kind of move around underneath the flippers of the top playfield section. Um, they will form a barrier uh, in the flipper hole mm-hmm. um, to stop, like, as a as a ball save almost. Yep. Um, but you've got to do a special shot to get them to do that. It's like a loop around the top. Mm -hmm. So, you shoot it into this shot. It loops around the top and then bounces and comes back. And that shot, it's worth like half a million every time you hit it. Hmm. Um, That seems like a lot of points. It's way more than anything else in the game. Hmm. To put it in perspective, if you beat one of the bonus levels, you get like 2 million. And it's not easy to beat a bonus level. Hmm. Um, So, the fact that you could do like four of these shots and get the same amount of points is ridiculous. Hmm. Um, And that's the the strategy. So, when you shoot the shot, you get the points and then those little gel things form the barrier between the flippers. So, you can't lose the ball from the top play field Mm -hmm. as long as you keep shooting that shot. Right. Um, You can't keep shooting it forever because there's soldiers there that are blocking, as it goes around, they're blocking it down this side. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, they will die after you hit them a bunch of times. And I I don't know yet how you reset those guys, but there's obviously a way that you can reset them, and that's how they're doing the the high scores. Right. So, the world record on NTSC is 125 million. Mm -hmm. The best I've done is 30 million. But that wasn't even really trying that hard. Like, it wouldn't be... I don't think it'll be too hard to get to that world record Hmm. score. Uh, The world record on PAL is 30 million something. So, like, I've already done, like, the PAL record. Hmm. Um, So, I will... I want to try and get at least close to the NTSC record for the PAL one. Yeah. So, I'll do that and record a score and submit it. That'll be cool. Yeah. So, I signed up to Twin Galaxies. I did... A bunch of Angry Birds score. <laughs> There's <laughs> adjudications. a lot of those. There's a lot um, of those. Got some submission points, so I can do that. The track's already there, obviously. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll definitely do the power one, and then I have to get the uh, Japanese Mega Drive. Hmm. But I mostly want that for Streets of Rage. Hmm. Um, but once I get that, maybe I'll do the NTSC one as well. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, like after, I mean, we focused a lot on the negatives of the game, but it is a really cool game, but I think a big, the, the part, the things that really make it is like the music and the theme and the graphics are so cool. Hmm. I love the art style. And
0: yeah. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. All the sounds and, um, I like how there's, uh. Uh there's an obvious progression to it as well. Mm. It feels like you're working towards something.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of Yeah. I, I love the bonus levels. Um but they they're quite they're quite brutal. They can be quite brutal. Mm. Um I'd really like to progress through and you know finish the final bonus stage mm. at some point. Um I'll probably do it one day, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how we go.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, at first, when I was doing... The last time I was kind of playing it as a practice for the world record thing, I thought, oh, if the bonus stages come up, I'll play them. But after doing that, the reality is that they're actually just not even worth the time you're spending. It's just going to make the run way longer Yeah. Um, and more dangerous. Yeah. I'm better off just sticking to the strategy of just shooting that loop shot over and over. Hmm. Uh, which wasn't as boring as it sounds, actually. Hmm. Surprisingly. But, uh,
0: yeah. And it doesn't sound like it'd take very long to, you know, get to those scores.
1: Yeah, well, I think the world record game is about an hour, which is not that long for a no. world record game.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely doable. Hmm. What are you playing this on? Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Yeah, okay. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Mm. You'll... Cease to be a bearded all-rounder Yeah If you get a world record score
1: Yep Mm. I will I'll get the power one Definitely Hmm. And then after that I think I'll start working on the uh, Mario Ball Right I'll suss that out And then figure Mm -hmm. out what the world record's gonna be Mm -hmm. And then it's gonna be Mavis Beacon teachers typing (laughs) (laughs) Obviously
0: What system is that on again?
1: Amiga. Right. Well, it's on. I think it's on Windows as well, but. I'll just do the Amiga one, I think. Speaking of which, like, how does it work with emulators on Twin Galaxies? Do they... They obviously do emulator scores,
0: right? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the system, but a lot of them, for instance, the Commodore 64, it will say... Um, uh, it'll have a track with emu on the end, which means emulator. Yeah. Um A bunch of them don't care if you use a real system, but with a, um, EverDrive or something like that with Mm. the ROMs on them Mm. and they'll just, uh, accept that as the original thing. Mm. I have some, some, uh, issues with that idea, but for whatever reason, it's, it's accepted. Um, I'm not going to argue with that, but that's just how it is. I would. It's kind of a... Yeah. It, it sucks. But it's hard. Yeah.
1: Like, you really, by doing that, you really make it difficult for people. You make, you create inequality, as in, if there's a game that's expensive, I mean, Streets of Rage is a really good example. Like, I mean, it's not super expensive, but say, well, let's take three. Maybe that's a better example because it's more expensive. You know, if it's one hundred and fifty dollars to buy the cartridge, hmm. uh, and you're really good at the game, but
3: you can't submit your score because it's expensive, hmm. um, so I thought about this. Like, part of your submission package could be a video of you taking the card out of the, you know, your flash cart, put it in the computer, and do a MD5 sum on the on the ROM, like to confirm it's the correct one,
2: hmm. Hmm.
3: or something. That that is technical, but it's a way to prove that it's you know the real thing it's not being messed around with mm yeah uh so is that that's the issue that
1: you have is that there could be like a hacked rom file that is subtly
0: changing the game yeah absolutely uh i mean just thinking about commodore 64 as an example all of those or most of those games that you download off the internet they're they're cracked games Um, And so they come with, like, trainers Mm. and, you know, invincibility, infinite lives. You can choose your starting level. You can um, choose the power-ups that you start with. Um, Oftentimes the intros that existed in the the original games are gone. They're, like, just taken out because that's part of the protection. Mm. So they just wipe them out. Um, So, yeah, there's all sorts of... The, the code has been changed, basically. Mm. And so, how can you trust that that's legitimate code compared with someone who's playing the real game? Mm. And particularly with uh, speed running, um, if you're using some of these cracked games, some of them have like um, uh, turbo loaders. Mm. So, they load faster than the mm. original game. Mm. And so, it's just... I think once you get down the path of using cracked roms Mm. the amount of variability and things that you you can't accurately say is the real thing is just infinite Mm. you just don't know Mm. but at the same time i mean i completely understand that you know a lot of these games i mean how can you i mean how how far down the path do you want to go like you know you say it's original game you show it might be like say a floppy disk or mm. something with the original label, mm. but who knows what's actually on the disk mm. itself? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, if you were, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to stop someone from having a cartridge that looks fully legitimate mm. and then putting any ROM that they want on there, mm. and they're they're capable of doing the exact same thing. Yep, that's right. Um, Even
0: arcade games, I mean, they're all just ROMs mm. on a PCB. You can put cracked ROMs on an arcade PCB. Mm. So, you know, all of these arcade games that Twin Galaxies insist you show the PCB and the dip switch settings, that's not really proving too much. Mm. Um, So, you know, there's, you can go down this rabbit hole a very, very long way. Mm. And at some point you have to make allowances. Mm. But yeah, the whole EverDrive thing and using cracked ROMs is just never really sat too well with me. But I understand, you know, you need to make these allowances. So. Mm. I'm not going to go out there and beat the drum and make an argument out of it. Mm. It is what it is. Mm. Mm. Ultimately, you have to try and trust in the community vetting process. Yeah. Someone, if someone knows the game enough to go, oh, hang on, this particular part of the level is not doing what it should be doing. Um, then they can open a dispute perhaps and say, well, this is not right. Um, maybe this needs to be recalled. And I think ultimately that's where it stands. Mm. You need you need the community to be, community to be able to vet this stuff because mm. you just don't know. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at some of the scores, you know, for adjudication, like for me just to gain submission points and, I'm looking at the games going, it looks fine to me. I mean, I don't even know what I'm looking for, you know. Mm. If Especially if you don't know the game, like, it's like, yeah, it looks okay. You know, the, the rules say, like I was looking at some racing ones because they're very short. The rules say you can use any car, so mm. I don't have to worry about what the car is, you know. Mm. Um, I don't know what else to look for. Like, mm. looks like he's doing it. <laughs> Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. It's a funny one because twin galaxies used to be uh, everything had to be verified by a referee, mm-hmm. a, an actual person viewing what was going on, mm-hmm. and and verifying that it was a thing that happened and saying, okay, that's all good. And you would think that would be the ultimate way to assure that the right things are being recorded but we all know that that's not how it happened. Mm. We all know that a lot of the referees were biased. Mm. A lot of them cheated. Mm. A lot of them put in their own records that were made up. Um, so ultimately, there's there's no real way to have a foolproof system. So you have to have allowances, you know, either way mm. at some point. And, and maybe the way Twin Galaxies is doing it now, which is the community vetting is the best way. Because mm. like I said, it's going to be the community that probably knows best. Mm. Or 20 years down the track, someone's going to join Twin Galaxies and go, hey, I've played this particular game for two years. I know that the score you have there is incorrect. It can't be done. Mm. And then they can maybe open a dispute and then it can be debated mm. and and maybe removed or not. Mm. So maybe that's the best way to do it. I don't know. Mm. Um, but then there's also the... Um, The equity side that you brought up, John, which is, you know, some people can't afford these games, so this kind of makes it easier for people to be able to play them. Um, That kind of goes to, like, arcade, the the other scorekeeping site. Um, They only allow scores that are done in, I think it's Galloping Ghost Arcade or one of those big arcades. Mm. If you can't get to that arcade... You can't submit a score yeah. to their site. Mm. So, again, that's another walled-off uh, sort of area that, sure, you can say it's it's a better system because it's, it's more difficult mm. to submit a score and it's probably better vetted. Mm. But at the same time, then you have to trust that the people who are vetting those scores are honest. Mm-hmm and who can say they are, because mm. Twin Galaxies proves that that can't always be the case. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a funny one. Mm. Yeah. Either way, I think it'd be cool if you submitted scores.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, it's just a fun thing to do. It's just so funny, though, too. Like, I mean, this week I've I've entered the world of Twin Galaxies and... It's been a long time coming, but Hmm. I'm starting to understand everything that's happening, you know, all the drama and... Hmm. I mean, I haven't looked much at the disputes uh, section, but, um, you know, this trivia guy that pops up all the time, um, which Hmm. Evan mentioned, um, who's done... Who has a lot of records pending uh, acceptance in the submission... Right Um, Like half The submissions Are his submissions Something like Half the pending
0: Submissions Right And there's What a couple of thousand Of them or
1: Um, Not that many I think it's about 900 Right Um, Yeah It's a lot And it's all like Sonic And it's like Different versions So it's like Mm. The Xbox 360 Sega Collection Sonic Level 1 You know Mm. Etc the PS3 collection, you know, um, the PS2 collection, so so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a lot of them are rock band, like, uh, things. And so, he must have a lot of points to be able to open up all those tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's obviously going for boosting his, like... I think it's the expert skill index, yeah, which is uh, based on partly how many records you have. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm, I was talking to Evan about and said to him that they must realize that it's like totally flawed,
0: that system. You know, it's obviously yeah. exploitable in this way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty meaningless because anyone can create a new track and say, yeah. you know one example I can give, which is a real example, is uh the fastest time to complete level one on bubble bubble. Okay. Then the fastest time to complete level two on bubble bubble. Yeah. Then fastest time to complete level three on bubble bubble. Yeah. There's a hundred levels. Yeah. And it's just it, yeah. yeah. I mean, people are just obviously creating these tracks that are just meaningless mm. um in order to increase the amount of world records mm. they have and mm. then also by that means, increasing their ESI. Mm. And by doing that, it just makes it completely useless. Mm. It doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. All it means is I've spent the most hours doing this. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, what I was thinking about him. Like, who has the time to do this? You know, Mm. like, this guy is recording videos of all of these things. And Mm. sure, they're really short or whatever. Mm. But it's still a lot of time. I'm just like, wow, like... Mm. Who has
0: that time? (laughs) And the funny thing is, I mean, uh, you know, they could be competitive. There could be other people that decide, oh, I'm going to compete with that. I'll try and compete with that. But they're submitting so many things that no matter how many people try and compete with them and beat them Mm. on that record, they've already probably made another 10 of them. Mm.
1: And I would imagine holding the second spot still adds to your ESI... Number, yeah, it would, yeah, um, and so it's probably doesn't make much difference to mm. to them really.
0: To the, to be fair, I think the twin galaxies in the ESI system, though, I think, I think there needs to be at least five people or something like mm. that on a leaderboard before ESI is counted. Okay, so you can't just be the only person okay. on the leaderboard. It's interesting. Um
1: Well, that's a that sounds good. I was thinking. You know, maybe they should do something like what the IFPA does, where it's like your top ten records or something like that. You know, where hmm. they're only counting your biggest achievements, so hmm. all the little things that you do don't really matter. Yeah, um, but if you've got like ten really great records, then that's more more valuable. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, Denny DeVito in the chat, uh, Dennis Edmond says it's at least three. He thinks. Okay. So, at least three things on a leaderboard for an ESI account. Okay. I mean, I was actually thinking about this just the other day for some bizarre reason, but you bringing up IFPA has reminded me it's really interesting that, you know, video games, competitive video games have been around for such a long time. Uh, Competitive pinball, I mean, pinball has been around longer than video games, obviously, Mm. but competitive pinball proper competitive pinball has only been around for in a serious way i'd say for the last five to ten years Mm. but i think what they've done with the ifpa system is leagues ahead of what is happening in video Mm. games at the moment yeah because they're properly tracking uh players and how they rank against each Mm. other yeah um in competitive tournaments whereas Mm. in video games it's just it's chaos Mm. there's just so many platforms mm. doing their own systems and tracking, mm. and um, and and you'd you'd have to argue that it's it's even more bizarre because video games are much more predictable platform mm. than mm. pinball. Because yeah. for instance, you can have a a video game on one console and that same video game on another console right mm. next to each other, they're going to play exactly the same. Mm. On pinball. So, you have one Walking Dead machine next to another Walking Dead machine. They're both going to play different. Mm. But despite that, IFPA has created a system where they can accurately rank Mm. the skill Mm. of competitive pinball players. Nothing like that exists in Mm. video games. Mm.
1: Maybe it is a case of, you know, necessity being the mother of invention in that case where, Mm. you know, instead of comparing like... A isolated performance against another isolated performance where you're assuming that the situation is the same with Mm -hmm. video games because Mm -hmm. they are similar because it's the same game. We can't do that with pinball because it's never going to be the same Mm -hmm. in different environments. Mm -hmm. So, we have to compare performance in the same environment at the same time. So, the only way you can measure it is... In tournaments where everyone is playing against each other at the same time. Mm. And so they've had to devise this system using the tournament statistics. and.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but that's probably exactly what's happened. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, well, not maybe, but I think uh, ESI is Twin Galaxies' way of trying to do something like that. Mm. But the problem is it's still tied to that one Twin Galaxies platform. Yeah.
1: It's like how uh you know all the pinball records on Twin Galaxies are a bit of a joke because you know you can go and open up your pinball machine you know set the posts to the smallest possible gap mm. set the tilt like you could basically turn Remove the, tilt the tilt off bob. yeah um and you could be going for ages Mm. I, I, I One of the records I adjudicated was a virtual pinball version of Whitewater, which is a real pinball table. Mm. The guy got like 265 million or something, mm-hmm. which is a score. Yeah. It's not a great score. No. Um, and so, in a way, I kind of want to go in like beat that score (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it's just ridiculous but at the same time i'm like yeah do i really bother Mm. and then it got me thinking about like other funny records that you could do and that's where i started you know thinking about the mavis beacon teachers typing (laughs) thing and uh, another one is like the olympic gold on master system you could do like the 100 meter sprint you know right um i have to have a look and see I'm sure they probably someone's probably done the arcade version of that, maybe. Hmm. But, um, but even that, if someone did, you know, if someone um, was competitive on that, that'd be fun. Like, can you imagine people like trying to get like a hundredth of a second on yeah. on this sprinting? You know,
0: don't they do that already? You win like dragster and stuff like that. Maybe I, I don't know. We the
3: we we had the decathlon hmm. hundred meter at packs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
3: was amazingly competitive.
0: <laughs> I think they still compete on games like that in Twin Galaxies. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a funny one, mm. and and the but the it's, topic that endlessly fascinates me.
1: It's so open, though. It could be virtually any video game, like anything that has a like a score or some kind of measure. Mm. You know, it could be. There's so many things, like as long as you can submit the tracks, which I guess you always need other people's help, right? Mm. Uh, Unless you have a lot of submission
0: points. Yeah, that's right. You can make your own tracks if you have enough points. But yeah, I mean, uh, I might have sounded critical about all that sort of stuff, but I actually kind of really like the fact that people can submit stupid things. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be the best person in the world at, Completing the first level in Bubble mm. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> Why you would do it, I don't know. But if that's what you want to do, then that's cool. Yeah. And the fact that you have a platform to be able to do that on, that's also kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just a weird, mm. weird
1: thing. Well, I think for me, like, I, it would be fun to do just a whole bunch of random records that, you know, I mean, if... The kind of things that if other people want to be competitive on them, like, that's awesome, you know. Hmm. Um, I think doing things like, I think exploiting it in terms of just doing, like, level one, level two, level three is a bit, I don't know. It's not very interesting to me, but Hmm. um, to do games that are a bit unusual, you know, just for the sake of having something different, I think would be
0: fun. No. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Well, you should do it. Yeah. Do it. Dot gif.
1: But I'll do, I'll do Dragon's Fury first, and then we'll do Mario Ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I don't know what's after that. But
0: then you'll be the digital pinball guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it seems <laughs> the guy that complains the most about digital pinball, but then somehow ends up playing it the most. It's the whole uh,
0: <laughs> Darth Vader Emperor thing. You become what Mm, you hate. mm. (laughs) Yeah. And on that note, should we end episode 47? Yes. Okay.
1: How long have we been recording for? I had a bit of a panic moment then because I'm like, I don't remember pressing record. (laughs) Uh
0: I I did think about asking you if you had pressed record (laughs) a while ago, but
1: I forgot. But luckily I didn't press stop before, so it's been recording the whole time.
2: Hmm.
0: So we are okay. <laughs> okay. Denny DeVito said he was just about to chime in. So maybe we should all sit here and wait and see what his chiming in was going to be. It was live, going to be something super important. Live feedback. I know. Hmm. And this is the advantage of the Discord chat.
1: It's It's been really good. I hmm. think it's been awesome.
0: I know we've been singing the praises of the Discord chat, but it's actually really cool. Hmm which is (laughs) www.gamersystem.co/discord. Go there. It'll redirect you to a link. Uh, Even if you're on the phone or you're on a web browser, whatever, it'll take you to the Discord app. And
1: you You can can... talk to us all day. Yes. And we do. There's pretty much always someone talking. Yeah, pretty much. I'm finding, like, I'm either involved in a conversation... Or getting annoyed because my
0: phone keeps beeping. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> or annoyed that Matt doesn't reply anymore. <laughs> yeah, because his notifications aren't working. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Denny's not typing, so I think we move on to the close. Oh, Denny's typing. <laughs> Denny Devito. Oh, voice. Ooh. Hey. No, we've I think we've turned off the voice for everyone in the voice chat except for us cuz we're assholes. Yeah, we only like our own voices. Yeah. But
1: that's okay. As much as we talk about equality, mm. there's no equality here. No,
0: it's like real life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and twin galaxies.
0: Indeed. <laughs> all right so thanks for listening to gain the system podcast once again if you would like to contact us the best way to do that is on gain the system forums at Gainthesystem.co. <laughs> i almost got tied up in words there <laughs> you got and you got through though well, i know well done somehow <laughs> uh even though i've eaten too much pizza and drank too much beer uh discord it's a good thing mm. come and join us we mentioned it many times GameTheSystem.co slash Discord. Uh, You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at GameTheSystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore Tweet. John Twitches over at Twitch.tv slash Hwaygo slash H-W-A-Y-G-O. Matt is floating around in the world wherever. Oh, no. I missed the urban
1: strike. Damn it. Ah. It sold for $5.50.
0: That's a pretty good price Did, did you bid? No Because he forgot Because he post. was recording this podcast Damn it Was it boxed? Yep Wow, that's a good price for an Urban Strike Manual? No manual mm. It's an experimental too
1: Yeah Yeah, it's good It's it, a good price It looks
0: pretty good It's a good game Is it? Is Urban Strike good? Yeah Okay All of those are good. Desert Strike, Urban Strike and Jungle Strike. I've got Soviet Strike on PS1. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Is that part of the series? Yeah. Sure? Yes. Is it isometric?
1: Uh, I believe they went 3D at that stage.
0: But 3D isometric or? Uh,
1: I think so. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. I've got it. I haven't played it. Right. Yeah.
0: Cool. And that is us, and we will see you next time for... I think next time we'll do the 1990. Yep. Best game we of We should be ready by then. Yeah. We should have played all of our nine games. I've played three so far. Aliens, Mercs, Smash TV. I've got six to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have played more than I have, but... Mm. Yeah, we've still got games and to I go. And I moved. And you moved. Yeah. See? That's dedication. <laughs> That's motivation. (laughs) That's commitment to the readers. I haven't
1: played them for long.
0: Oh, see, now it comes out. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, next episode we'll do that. We'll also put up probably a vote somewhere, maybe on the forums, Mm. so people can vote for their ranking of the nine. Mm. But until then, we will leave and go to bed, pass out, all those kind of things, Thank you for listening. Rate us on iTunes. Join the Discord. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.